the middle's got his man, and he's gone. Jason Swain, touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his house and a red flag. That beat go. Just gotta let it go, Ben. Just gotta turn it up and let it ride. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Swain event, fuel by Daddy and Barbecue. Live here from the Low T Center Studio. Hope, hope you are having a great evening. Ben, what is up, man? Jay Swain, how are you, my friend? Oh, you, you, you sound great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go, man. You look good. You got the background. When'd you do the background? This past weekend. Man, get some time on your hands getting getting ready for the baby. Well, I don't know about time on my hands, but you got the, time uh, now compared to a couple my, weeks. My, my mother was in town along uh, with my father, and they, they helped me and uh, the wife get things together this past weekend. They were a huge help getting the the nursery ready and this man cave office um, ready. So it, it looks. It looks really sweet in here. Finally, finally got around to doing it because football, basketball, baseball season, all back to back to back, it all adds up. And and, and now all of a sudden, a baby's about to pop out, so had to get it ready real quick. Look, looks good, man. The background looks good. If only we could do something about the person in the photo or the video. <laughs> yeah, I agree, I agree with you on that one. I, I agree with you on that one. I like the shirt, man. Getting ready for uh, July fourth. Getting ready to go. Shout out. Shout out to Army joining the SEC here in about three months, probably. Is that going to happen? Is that is that what you're saying? Uh, at, at this rate, who knows what school is going to be in what conference. I feel like it's only right, man, as we approach July 4th, that um, we won't be able to hit this in the morning. So we got to hit it right now. And that is... Bang up, bang up. Bang up, Terry. What in reverse, Terry? Bang up, Terry. Put it reverse, Terry. Why was Terry so slow, man? You're so slow getting out of greatest, the way. <laughs> greatest internet video of all time. Oh yeah, you can't you can't beat it, man. Bang up, bang up, bang up, Terry. Put it reverse, Terry. Woo, woo. Yesterday, man, you was um flowing and going. Didn't get a chance to be on. Had Seth Stokes on your uh, last week, and the conversation was about mainly the overreaction of freak out from Carnell Tech going to um, Ohio State. And I, I, I see some some stuff time to time. Still, folks kind of just jump piling on the administration because there has been a little, of a, little bit of a change in the re- approach with recruiting. Um, I think folks are quick to talk without being quick to think and 
I'll say this briefly, let you add what you want to add, and then we can move on. But being um, a lot of attention was 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 brought to Tennessee when Nico Iamaliava committed. And you go look around the country right now. You go look at what Texas is doing. You look at Texas A&M. You go look around the country. And only one program that was an open investigation openly admitted. Not, and Tennessee didn't openly admit this, but comments were made basically bringing a lot of attention to Tennessee about the plan to raise a bunch of money for recruiting. <laughs> and nobody else did it. Nobody else made these comments. No other program made these comments. No other collective made comments while being under an investigation. And it brought some unwanted attention. And I, I just encourage folks to really understand, like, yo, that's 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 why there's extra eyeballs. And I think that's why, especially after the NCAA kind of came out and said, hey, we can't be using the NIL as inducement. Y'all be super careful. And that's what's going on right now. Tennessee is still going to have a pretty good day here in a couple of days, right? Being a nice stretch of, of days where Tennessee has an opportunity to get some, get some, get some good players, right? Yes. I, I think by the time we reconvene next Thursday, there will be several commits to discuss. I think it'll be a, a nice couple of days for Tennessee. Some, some early fireworks for 4th of July, some fireworks on 4th of July, but, I thought you said it perfectly, Swain, when you said that people are quick to, to speak and, unfortunately, uh, they don't slow down to think um, because that that's truly been the case. And I understand the, the freak out of Cardinal Tate and him choosing Ohio State. He was a, a, a priority target for Tennessee at the top of the list. Tennessee seemed to have been in good positioning for him for throughout his entire recruitment. Tennessee obviously needs more talent like Carnell Tate, but uh, it, it seemed that, at least in hindsight, that Carnell Tate was always set on going to Ohio State. And uh, to me, it's as simple as how can you blame a kid for wanting to go to Ohio State right now, especially a wide receiver, over to Tennessee. And look, I, I hate where Tennessee currently is, but I mean, it, it's not rocket science when, when you look at Ohio State's receivers the last decade and, and Tennessee's receivers the last decades. And and forget just the receivers. How about team success as well? I mean, right now, Ohio State is one of the, the three or four it teams. Alabama, Clemson, uh, Georgia are probably the other three. I mean, th- those four schools are, are the it teams right now. So I'm not going to lose sleep over Tennessee losing a five-star wide receiver to Ohio State because it makes sense. It makes sense, and it wasn't for a lack of NIL. I know that's been a hot topic of of conversation. Now, uh, on the flip side and the other side of the conversation that that you were starting to touch on, Swain, I I do think that there is some sense of hesitancy from Tennessee's uh, administration moving forward on on how to handle the NIL. Not not that Tennessee and any – team on campus was stepping out of bounds but just for the simple fact that nil is such this it's this world right now with so many question marks and and so many unknowns we don't even know what the rules are really i mean it 
who knows what could come back to bite you is kind of what I'm getting at. So to, to just go a thousand percent all in on NIL on the heels of an NCAA investigation that isn't technically over, it makes sense for there to be some hesitancy, even if, even if it is frustrating. You can't publicly talk about how you're going to be involved in recruiting if you are collecting, like, and not expect for eyeballs to be in your direction when your program is under an open investigation. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, and I'm ecstatic that we're in a position that we're in. Like, we have done a great job with NIL so far, but please, y'all, don't buy into these narratives and theories talking about folks in administration looking to, for other jobs and like where does this stuff come from like it's 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 just it's mind-blowing i don't know how like how's this stuff created like this stuff like did somebody sit around the campfires like hey let's come up with some outrageous stuff to to drum up and see how far it goes like no like trying to be cautious you're in an open investigation you've had public comments put in the athletic talking about using the NIL to recruit, which you're not supposed to do. So I just wanted to say that for the record. It's going to be podcasted. It's, it's got, common sense, if you ask me. It really is, but we don't. Some folks don't have a lot of it. And you, you give the wrong person a pen, a keyboard, a microphone, and folks who don't understand what's going on and trust those folks, they'll buy into it. So just just stop and think. And this, this, this is probably the limit as far as being able to touch on to it, and touch on it, and going in depth. Um, because certainly don't want to go any further. But like, just just stop and think and use your common sense a little bit when we're talking about the NIL approach with Tennessee. Look at look look at the position that we're in right now. Tennessee, July fourth, could have a. Sh- Streak like Texas. Now, Texas has got nine since Arch Manning committed. I ain't talking about nine, but I'm talking multiple. Like Tennessee. Ten? Tennessee, no. Not that. Maybe like half of half of that. But, like, you you can get multiple guys here uh, in the next couple of days. So, everything's all right. It's it's just July. Still June today. And when, July tomorrow. Right. Your, your, your birthday month. Uh, and and yeah. my son's birthday months beginning uh, at midnight. Great, great month. Yeah, great month. Are, are, are you ready to party? I'm 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 ready to go to sleep. <laughs> I, I know you're always ready to party, but I understand the frustration. I, I really do, and it, it's frustrating to to see Carnell Tate use Tennessee. At least that's my opinion in my, hindsight. My use too. Tennessee to, to drive up that price from from Ohio State. But my, my whole point is those aren't the type of guys that I'm going to get frustrated about because I, I just think it's silly to get mad that Tennessee loses out on that type of guy to that, that type of school when Tennessee has been what it has been the last five to ten years. <laughs> yes, NIL was a factor, but the bigger factor was that Ohio State's won a lot more football games last decade than Tennessee has, and, and they played in, in better postseason games than Tennessee has. That, that was the biggest thing. Uh, and, and the biggest reasoning as to why Cardinal Tate 
went to Ohio State. And I'm not going to lose sleep over those type of guys. The type of guys that I will lose sleep and get frustrated with Tennessee's ability to recruit are guys like Tyree Weathersby, mm. who is announcing his decision on a Friday night mm-hmm. or tomorrow night, July 1st, or a Christian Conyers, who is announcing uh, July 3rd, which is Sunday. Uh, he's picking between Tennessee and Kentucky. Like, you're going up against schools like Mississippi State and Kentucky. Like, those are the schools that Tennessee should, without a doubt, be beating and recruiting right now. And tomorrow, Tyree Weathersby, the, the speedy athletic defensive lineman, edge, however you want to look at him, Tennessee's in a really good spot there. I think Tennessee has a great chance to land him. Uh, and what Tennessee has going on in recruiting right now, I think that's going to end up going in their favor. Christian Conyers, he was loving Tennessee all along. He goes to Kentucky for his official visit a couple of weekends ago. All of a sudden, he's loving Kentucky. He comes to Tennessee the following weekend for his last official visit before making his decision, and now it seems like it's back to being where it needs to be for Tennessee, and I don't think there's a, a coincidence as to why that is. So those are the type of guys that would irritate me that Tennessee is losing out on, and, and I, I think it, it feels like Josh Heifel's been here three or four years. It's just his second recruiting class coming off of – circumstances that were completely out of his control and technically he hasn't completely got out from underneath that NCAA cloud completely yet so eventually like I will have expectations to land the Cardinal Tates but I don't have those right now and I think it's unfair for people to have those expectations it's one thing to be disappointed that's certainly okay but until they start losing out on the Tyree Weathersby's and the the Christian Conyers and, and the Nathan Laycox, who was a wide receiver from North Carolina, who was here with Nico this past weekend. When they start losing out on those guys, that's when my red flag's going to go up. Yeah, I got five guys written down that we talked about today on Josh and Swain. Yeah, you brought up Christian Conyers. Uh, you brought up Tyree Weathersby. You brought up Nathan Leacock. Um, but you also talked about Francis Malioa, who is the five-star offensive tackle from IMG. That's between... Tennessee, Miami. I got a buddy of mine who's a big Miami fan uh, that I went to high school with, and you know, we were talking back and forth on Twitter about, all right, man, it's, it's Tennessee, Miami. It's Tennessee, Miami. And uh, Tennessee's in a really good place right now. Uh, we'll see what happens. And whenever you're dealing with those guys of that caliber, you, you just better put your seatbelt on. It can go either either direction. And then, you know, how about Tennessee um, in position for 2024? A phenomenal athlete in uh, Jonathan Eccles, did I say that? Did I pronounce that last name correctly? Yes. Um, so, like, that's five guys right there. Like, you are in striking distance with. And uh, a couple of months ago, I was at the last scrimmage practice of spring, and uh, Nathan Leacock was there, and I got a chance to, to to meet him. Like, dude is all of six three, six four, and yes, he he can run and. Um, he's athletic and like, those are the guys that you can, you can get into this offense and do some things with and create some stories with. I mean, honestly, he is probably better at this point of his high school career than Tillman was at his junior season going into the senior season. And so those are the battles you, you got to win until, yes. you, until you are able to uh, win more games, have more success in the NFL draft and then boom, before you know it, you're freaking Clemson with receiver success. And now you can go out 
and get them dudes and expect to get those guys more consistently. But I want to I want to touch on this, uh, Ben, too, because um, you know we we we've done three hours for a couple of years and three hours have kind of flown by. So one may seem like a snap of a finger, but like you know Frank Anderson, the pitching coach for Tennessee, uh, told Texas, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm staying here." And in Knoxville, and um, that is that is a compliment. You should feel good about yourself if you're Tennessee. If I'm walking with my lady um, in the mall, hey, I should feel good that the guys are turning around checking out my lady. That's a that's a compliment. Thank you. Appreciate that. I will feel a certain type of way if nobody was looking at my lady. That means my lady is ugly. <laughs> that's just that's just a plain way to say it. But Frank Anderson is one of the best pitching coaches in the country, in the world, Craig. And you said it today on, on Josh and Swain, like he's the best, one of the best pitching coaches, regardless of level, major league or college. So, uh, Ben, touch on that a little bit for us, for our, our baseball uh, fans out there. Yeah, that was huge news uh, that Frank Anderson turned down uh, Texas or, or turned down interest. I don't know that he turned down a, a job offer, but uh, when when they approached him uh, about having interest in him, he said thanks for the no thanks at, at minimum. And I, I I think it's more about just how cool is it that Frank Anderson turned down Texas, which is a top five college baseball job in the country, and like Texas and LSU, like like those are two schools that are in a tier by itself. And honestly, LSU may may even be a tier ahead of Texas, but I, I'll lump them together. They're in a tier by itself to where those two schools are going to get kids that just won't come to Tennessee. That no matter what Tony Vitello, what Frank Anderson, Josh Elander, no matter what they do, there's some kids that go to those schools to where they're just not going to have a chance. Uh, and, and you've seen that this year with the transfer portal. And Tommy White, Tommy Tanks deciding to go to LSU. And LSU is racking up in the transfer portal like the Grinch stole Christmas. I mean, they're, they're taking pitching coaches from the major leagues and, and taking uh, talented arms from Vanderbilt and, and talented shortstops from Vanderbilt. I mean, they, they are really racking up. So for Frank Anderson to turn down one of those type of schools, which is what Texas is, uh, it, it really just – like when I heard that news, I didn't think, oh, shucks, Frank Anderson shucks. could have left Tennessee. Because I, I, I don't think Frank Anderson is going to leave Tennessee unless something crazy happens. I think his next move is retirement. So it, it just really speaks to the culture that Tony Vitello has built. And it, it just coincides with the other news of the day, which was bright and early this morning, is that Quentin Eberhardt, the strength coach of the Chicago Cubs, not – the Tennessee Smokies, the double-A affiliate of the Chicago Cubs, the big league club strength coach who left Tennessee back in January, right before this past season, uh, mid-season wants to stop being the strength coach of the Cubs and come back to Knoxville. And uh, he has cited that the reasoning behind that decision was because Tennessee baseball is like a family, and he missed that family. Tony Vitello and all the other assistants and, and the players – there's this true genuine culture of, of family and, and he missed that. And look, that, that wasn't the only factor. Uh, you, Major League Baseball is a, a rigorous lifestyle, just on the road so much, so often. 
and, and you can kind of have a calm in that with being back in college baseball. So with, with Frank Anderson saying no thanks to, to Texas uh, and, and then getting your strength coach back from the Chicago Cubs, I mean, that, that just tells you all you need to know about the, the culture that Tony Vitello has built here at Tennessee. Big, big time stuff right there, Ben. Uh, before we take our first break, I got to tell you guys about Hiller because r- right now some financial offers uh, that will benefit you. Um, the price of equipment is going up. The supply chain demand is no joke. Um, I had Hiller come out and, and take a look at my HVAC system. Um, it's it's older. It's older. And it was time for me to make a, a grown-up decision. Ben, you'll be making those decisions um, here, here soon. I know you're making them already, but uh, with Hiller's awesome, awesome, you know, financing offer going on right now, and the fact that you know, this equipment they're going up in price, so I decided, hey, I'm going to go ahead and replace mine right now, uh, and so I'm getting my replace. Get my replace. They're coming out here in the next couple of days. Replacing mine, zero interest for sixty months on. Select new HVAC systems, zero interest for 12 months on new tankless water heaters, zero interest for 12 months also on new whole home generators. Visit happyhealer.com for all the details, y'all. It's hot outside. It is hot, man. We did a remote outside uh, today, and it wasn't 95. It was 88, but, man, I was in the shade. I didn't realize, like, until I got home, like, how serious that sun was. Hey, man, took a nap like a baby. Had a pacifier and everything, Ben. <laughs> Had a pacifier and everything, man. It was knocked out. That sun is no joke. So um, don't wait, folks. You need some something done to your home. You need to replace HVAC system. You need to replace your new tankless water heaters or tankless water heaters, excuse me. Go ahead and do that. Or whole home generator. Go ahead and do that. This is the time to do it right now because the month is getting ready to end. There will be a new month. I'm pretty sure there will be a new promotion. Do not wait if you're thinking about changing one of these items out. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Uh, We'll take a a quick, quick break, and we'll keep the show rolling. The way this works, folks, give us a call. Pass you straight in. Tell us where you're calling from, who you are, and um, we'll get you on. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. It is the great Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Top 100 barbecue restaurant, Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. 
you know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! You're listening to The Swain Event. You don't say. Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Thank you for making this Wayne event part of your night. We do have someone waiting patiently on. This is a special guest, Ben, because it's a first-time caller, long-time listener. And I asked who it was, but he gave me, I think he gave me his government name. So I ain't going to put his government name out there. I ain't going to put his government name out there, man. I'm just, I'm just going to call him Mr. Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee. Good evening, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> like I said, first time call, long time listen. I am that dude twenty three on Twitter. Yes, sir. I offered y'all monetary mo- mo- money to come back for the mornings, but <laughs> Wayne said I, my pockets ain't deep enough. <laughs> so, in a roundabout way, ca- yeah, basically. <laughs> so basically, I was calling about. You know, I've listened to this nil stuff and and car- with Cardinal Tate. I agree with you and Ben. Like, we're just not there yet to get those type of players. We still have to do some stuff on the field, have the business on the field, before we expect to get five-star, five-star, five-star every year. It's coming, but we just have to get, give Hypo a little more time. Because we still – aren't we still under, like, the NCAA microscope right now? Open investigation, correct. Yes. So, I mean – of course, teams are still negative recruiting us for that. So, like you said, I agree. Just give it time. Let's get it stable. Get a stable, um, solid foundation. Stable foundation because we're going to be stable. And we're we're going to get there. And that's all I had to say. Hey, man, I'm, I'm with you, Mr. McGee, man. Thank you so much for the phone call. And uh, just thank you for, for the support all this, all this time um, during the Swain event. And I uh, hope you have a great evening. Man, check this out. Hopefully this puts some things in perspective a little bit better for for folks. These are the teams with multiple five-star commitments right now. Multiple. Ohio State, Texas, USC, Alabama, I'm looking for Georgia. Where's George on the list? Because you, you you know they're gonna be in the hunt. Yeah, you might as well yeah, might as well go ahead and count them. They'll uh, be there by signing. All right, so five. All right, so five schools right there. 
multiple five-star commitments, okay? Tennessee already has one, and Tennessee is waiting on a commitment from another one in Francis Malioa here in a couple days. So let's say Tennessee lands Francis. You in the same class as those teams. Like, when you put things in perspective like that, it makes you kind of sit on sit on down. And it's going into Josh Heifel's second season. Like, Tennessee all right right now recruiting. It, it's yeah, all right. I, 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 I kind of think they're ahead of schedule. Me if too. You told me this time last year, before year one of Josh Heifel, that on, on June 30th, going into July of, of year two, that he'd have a five-star quarterback that, that some view as the top quarterback in the class and, and the most natural talent in the class, and, and they could potentially add a, a five-star offensive lineman uh, to go along with him. And, and you know they'll finish the class strong elsewhere. They're, they're, they're going to bring in good receivers and, and some good defensive players as well. There, there will be names that pop up that that we don't know about yet this time last year justin williams thomas the the freshman running back for tennessee he was he was on the verge of committing to west virginia this time last year so who knows who else is going to pop up so i think tennessee's ahead of schedule uh given what tennessee football has been given josh heupel going into year two given the ncaa investigation all that fun stuff that we've talked about at nauseum, I think Tennessee's ahead of schedule and will only continue to recruit better as they settle in and get further away from Jeremy Pruitt and start to win more football games. Hey, man. I, um, I agree. I agree. Clint wants to ask about the Josh and Swain show on the app. Man, I, don't, I know about the Swain event app. I don't know anything technical about the Sports Animal app. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm still trying to make sure I don't get lost when I walk into the building. So yeah, I have no clue. I do know that Sports Animals, we're gonna get a new app, so that should be dropping whenever. But that's that's the plan. Mississippi Vol. My bad. Hey man, people call you by your by your last name all the time and put a mister in front of it. Jamie G says any truth to the rumors about the administration cutting off communication with Spire. So we just yeah, we just had a conversation about how you gotta move careful. You gotta move in a smart way because of the open investigation. So there has been an adjustment. I will say that there has been adjustment. I don't know about cutting off communication. That wouldn't that wouldn't necessarily be smart at all for any anybody. You know, Spire does a great job of helping our our athletes that are currently on campus. We have a couple different collectives working here at Tennessee to service our current student athletes. So that wouldn't be smart at all, but. Uh- what I say earlier about Christian Conder. Hey, man, I know, I know. Jamie G, I just, I, see you. let me just advise you, Jamie. You don't even have to go further, Ben. Let me just advise you, Jamie G. Please be careful about who you're listening to, man, and where you're getting this information from. 
So, like, put two and two together. Understand, you got you have to move smart. You're in an open investigation. You can't broadcast what's going on. Look around the country. Is what is Texas doing right now? What is Texas doing? Texas is cleaning the house. Anybody from the collectives talking about it? Nope. <laughs> like, like Miami. Besides their booster, like, man, they they ain't out here talking about it. That's loose lips sink ships, and people here. And on the message boards and on Twitter, because you don't hear about something, you automatically assume it's not happening. Then you had an article come out, and I thought we were a little too transparent. And now it's brought some attention that we don't need in open investigation. Just move in silence a little bit better. That's all. So... I'll just say this, Jamie. Please don't buy everything that you hear. Just don't buy everything you hear. Just put the pieces together. Look what look where Tennessee is. With some of the names we just talked about. Look at what you heard and ask yourself, does that make sense? The answer should say no. All right. Ball Storm. Where's Ball Storm at? Where's Ball Storm, Ben? I don't know. Uh, other McKee says, Swain and Ben, I have a question tonight. After hearing the good things Pruitt said recently about Tennessee and Heifel, do you think the university settled with him? I haven't heard anything about the university settled with Pruitt. I think I think Pruitt changed up his 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 methods. He thought he was going to talk bad about Tennessee and threaten Tennessee and get paid. And realized they weren't going to do it. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to be nice now. I think Tennessee's going to win a national championship. <laughs> I think Tennessee's the, <laughs> the best team. He thinks he's so slick. <laughs> who, who, who brought Cedric Tillman to Tennessee? Uh, Pruitt did. That's who. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Trayvon Flowers. Technically, he brought Hidden Hooker to, to Tennessee. All of these players that he is talking about, how they're going to have this breakout season, are are mostly or a good chunk percentage of the players that he brought in. Jeremy Pruitt doesn't currently have a job. Somebody's somebody's going to hype up these players that he's brought in in the past. Mm-hmm. Pruitt ain't slick. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I I saw Pruitt's comments. I we didn't I didn't bring it up on 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 the other show, Joshua Swain. Uh, but I, I, I saw his comments. I heard about him. Uh, I watched the video. I um, I chuckled a little bit. I'm not even upset at Pruitt, honestly. Um, but I just think it's. I think it's just. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, I think Pruitt still communicates with players on this team. I mean, I don't have a problem with it as long as it's not detrimental. And um, but yeah, I did see the comments, and I haven't heard anything about a settlement. All right, let's go back to the phones. Who do we have? Good evening. 
the one and only. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, the one and only. Really? Do you have a real name, don't, don't. the one and only? Hell no. Oh, y'all know who this is. Oh, so we supposed to just know who the one and only is? Hell yeah. What's going on, McKee? What's going on? What's up, Daytona? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, the Pappy. Hey. 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 <laughs> Look here now. <laughs> what up, Pappy? Shout out, shout out, shout out to David in, in Daytona. Hope you're doing well. You're going to eat your cornbread. How are you, C Mac? Um, hey, man. Uh, another day, another opportunity to be great. C Mac, um, tell Ben what, you, you know? what, what you've been doing the last couple of days. What I've been doing the last couple of days. Tell him what you told me. What you've been doing. What you did uh, today. What you did today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I got to witness. I got to witness my very first, you know, championship parade, and um, very excited. You know, very excited to see. You know, one of like the major four professional sports championships. You know, live and in person. Definitely after like a city, you know, uh, you know, comes together and, and wins a championship against odds. You know, they're going against probably the best hockey team going for a three feet. So it was electric. Finally get to see a championship parade after moving out of here months after Peyton had his championship parade. And I doubt Russell's gonna lead the Broncos to one. So taking in today, super excited, really excited. Uh, you know, our office is right across the street from uh, ball arena where the Nuggets play where the Avs play. So we went downstairs and, and got to watch the, the start of this parade. Now, since we're in Colorado, Coors uh, is, you know, is popular, major out here, whatever. Uh, they made this special, you know, champion, uh, Stanley Cup championship uh, beer. And, you know, all these floats or all the uh, fire trucks they were carrying these folks you know, they had, you know, uh, the 24 packs, you know, of these joints. I'm just hollering out, doing the phone call. Hey, yo, throw me a brew. I want to keep, you know, this commemorative hand. Man, I finally got the attention of, I will send you two individuals this clip that I'm trying to clip together of what I'm about to say next. One of the players actually sees the stone call, you know, call for the beer can. And he reaches into, you know, the fake-looking cup that has all the beer and all the stuff, and he grabs something, and he tosses it towards my direction. <laughs> it wasn't a can of beer. It was not a can of beer. It was an airplane bottle uh, from Pink Vodka that hit me straight in the face. <laughs> because <laughs> because I, I caught, I, I, I had the hands of uh, BWA, uh, Ben McKee's boy. I missed, oh yeah, and I missed, boy, that thing popped me square in my eye and fell to the ground, and I had all these <laughs> folks you know, looking looking at me, because of course this big-ass black man and a crowd of hockey fans uh, stuck out, you know, with incredible hair, juices and berries, juices and berries. Uh, you say no, white man, people it like hockey, uh, c No, it's not true. See, Mike, you 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 embarrassed the brothers. You went to a a hockey parade. You, you're one of the only few black folks at the hockey parade. You had an opportunity to show off your athleticism, and you dropped whoa, whoa. something. Hold on, hold on, 
Hold on. You now, Wait, Wayne, you, you have preached this for years on your show, all right, about wide receivers doing what? You know, catching with their eyes into their hands, not, you know, to the body, right? That's right. Now, if my if my eyes and my hands is preparing for, you know, a can of course, and instead I see this small little airplane bottle, like, what's it? Well, I have this pink thing flying at me. Uh, you know, hey, maybe it threw off my peripherals. It threw off my C-Mac. Yes, sir. According to my sources, because of your terrible display of athleticism today, or your lack of athleticism, according to my sources, you're likely to be traded in next week's racial draft. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. So am I going like full Ricky Ricardo? Uh, or am I? <laughs> should I get down with the Haitian Brotherhood? Where, where, where are we going? Where are we going? Uh, uh, no, I'm not sure. The I mean, it, it sounds like you may come over to to the whites with us, but <laughs> we, we haven't <laughs> we haven't decided who we're gonna who we're gonna send back. We we know you all are going through a tough time right now with R. Kelly, you know, so. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we haven't decided we're going to sit back yet. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to derail Revis this year. Um, thank you Might for be allowing me Paul. to share. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> thank you for allowing me to share the, the happy thing, but now I want to get to the serious thing that okay. I did tell someone I wanted to call on about. Okay. All right. All this week, all the past couple of weeks, you know, we've been hearing a lot of talk about probably the one of the most talked about NBA players uh, of, you know, Ben's generation, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Kyrie, all right? Who? That's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, A11 even, okay? Whatever that means. Now, here's, here's my, my, I guess, misunderstanding about where these takes derive from. A lot of people don't like the fact that when Kyrie is mentioned or whenever he's talked about in the news or publicized, it's not about his game, right? Correct. It's only about, you know, his comments or his thought process or him finding self-enlightenment within himself in the way he walks his journey in earth, okay. right? So just because that doesn't conform with the mass populace, he should be vilified for this. See what? I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this for a while. What other basketball player was kind of just, to be generic, out there and totally owned all of the out there that he was? Dennis Rodman. But didn't get, no, but did not get the same villain treatment as Kyrie. Who? Now, I said, I immediately deflected Dennis Rodman because that is a whole different stratosphere. Okay, but something that is almost uh, truly apples to, let's say, oranges. Okay, is Bill Walton. Bill Walton is a seven-foot redhead hippie that wore tie-dye shirts and is uh, propagating about taking uh, hallucinogens while witnessing some of the best music ever composed before John Mayer got there. And really? he doesn't get that same treatment. 
Really, C-Mac? But he's different. C-Mac, what are you talking about? C-Mac. What? My bad. I'm I'm still struggling from the hallucinogens I took when I tried to see Bill Walker a couple, a couple of years ago. That, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. But no, my my question still stands. If the guy is just he doesn't walk the same you, beat that us normies, you, you can't talk defend about Kyrie again. You can't defend Kyrie today. Why? The dude just wrecked. He just wrecked another organization, man. Have you have you seen really? what's going on today? Really? 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 No. All right. A the net and. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Swain, you would agree. Both those franchises would do better if they sold and had someone else operate them. The only real franchise that people could possibly say that he sabotaged but actually left in better uh, position was Boston because Boston is a well-ran franchise. See, mate, this dude won the world championship with LeBron and then asked for a trade the next year away from LeBron. Goes to Cleveland, uh, goes to Boston. That doesn't work out. Now he's at Brooklyn with KD. He's missed over 100-something games in three seasons. Tried to get a sign-and-trade. Did not work out. Opted in. Only plan was for him to be there for one year before he tries to go to L.A. And it's so bad that even Kevin Durant was like, you know what, man? Trade me now. Like, well, you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't defend Kyrie today. Hold on. Not today. You're right. No, no person in the NBA today can guard Kyrie. C-Mac. Kyrie. C-Mac. Damn, I'm high. You are high. You too high. Get off this phone. <laughs> C-Mac is on another planet right now. I was going to let him go. I was going to see where he was taking us. But he's taking us to a place that I don't want to be. My goodness. Ben would, you take Kevin Dur- ben, would you take Kevin Durant and Memphis teaming with Ja? Uh, yes, but I do not want to part with Desmond Bain. I love like Desmond Bain, and and it would it would take parting with Desmond Bain. See, I wouldn't I wouldn't make a, a good GM because I would hate trading away players that I that I don't want to trade away. Just last stop. I guess I, I I know you have to give up Desmond Bain to get Kevin Durant, but I really like Desmond Bain. I I would make the trade, but that would be fun. Uh, John KD together, Whew, that'd be fun. Are, are you a Mrs. Grizzlies fan now? That they got Kennedy and Eve. I mean, I I I, I whip that trick if I need to. I, I, you know, I, I will, but you know, I'm still I'm still rocking with the Bulls. But I do like. You're I not do. allowed to rock with the Bulls. You got off the boat. You can't get back on the boat. I just I just got off the boat. I was on the I was on the floaties, man. I was on the the inner tube. <laughs> I jumped back on, man. We we was tubing. We was tubing in the Michigan Lake. I just got back on the boat, man. I'm, Get back on the boat. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, good evening. That's Turkey Man. Is that Turkey Man? Good Hello? Day. Yeah. Hello? 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 Oh, man. I, I didn't realize I was passed in. No, you, you in, man. You in. We, you in there like swimwear, man. Good evening. All right, sounds good. This is uh, DZ in Milwaukee. DZ. Calling in, chiming in. In Milwaukee. Awesome, man. You ain't high, are you? Like C-Mac. Uh no I'm not. <laughs> no I'm not. All right, good. This is good timing though uh, with the free agency going on. Um, obviously I'm a big Bucks fan. Uh, I feel like if Middleton hadn't gotten hurt versus your Bulls, Swaino, mm-hmm. that I think we could have 
going all the way. I agree. Including over Golden State. Well, I think if Ja doesn't get hurt against Golden State, we would have gone all the way. Oh, possibly. Possibly. Okay. I don't know about winning four out of seven against the Bucks, but uh, I I do feel like if Ja was healthy, they would have uh, definitely uh, gave the Warriors a scare for sure. Talk your talk. Talk your talk, Deez. <laughs> but um, just a, a quick question about football, just uh, gauging the recruiting scene right now. Um, it looks like this past weekend was uh, at least sounded like it was a, a rounding success. Um, got the couple commits right away um, before the weekend was even over. Uh, ben, um, do you think over this holiday weekend we might get one or two or three or four more guys to jump <laughs> aboard? <laughs> <laughs> we hungry, man. Uh, we hungry. I know, I know man. Stomach touching your back over there. I feel you. <laughs> yes, I, I, I think Tennessee will have a very successful couple of days. All right. Say no more. Say no more. There it is. Deasy, man, thank you so much for the phone call, brother. All right, appreciate it, fellas. Enjoy your holiday, and uh, uh, good to he- good to see you guys as always. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, my friend. Um, yeah, man, Tennessee, y'all, they be all right. Be all right. Be all right. What was C-Mac on? I don't want to know. I don't know what C-Mac was doing. Other McKee says Kennedy likely won't make the uh, 12-man team now that Memphis re-signed Tosh Jones, right? Yeah, I saw when Tosh Jones signed a two-year, $30 million deal. Uh, I was not expecting him to be coming back. But um, how you feel about that, Ben? Tosh Jones coming back, the backup point guard, who one of the best in the, in the league. I love it. I, I desperately I wanted Tosh Jones to, to come back. He, Like you just said, I mean, he's the, he is the best backup point guard in, in the league, and he should be a, a starting point guard. Quite frankly, I mean, he's led the NBA three straight years in assists to turnover ratio. And I, I think it's a, a great outcome for the Grizzlies because you don't have to rely on rookie Kennedy Chandler to be your backup point guard to Ja. And inevitably, Ja is going to get hurt. That, that's his, Dang, his game at the moment. I mean, it's the truth. Every, every year he's played, he's had to miss five to ten games at, at some point. And, and you don't want to turn the keys over to Kennedy Chandler, especially now with it coming out today that Jaron Jackson fractured his foot and is going to miss four to six months mm. and likely missed the, the start of the season. So I think it's, A, good for the Grizzlies because Tyus Jones is really good and you don't have to rely on a, a, a rookie point guard to be your backup point guard. But also I think it's great for Kennedy to, mm. to not only be able to learn from Ja, but to learn from Tyus mm. and, and sit back and, yes. You think it's good for Kennedy? NBA, Yes, I absolutely think another point guard to be behind. Yep, uh, mm. because the and uh, the NBA uses three point guards more than you think. I, I think that's one thing. Uh, the Grizzlies have always needed a third point guard because Mike Conley couldn't stay healthy. Ja has has shown a propensity to not be able to stay healthy year in and year out. So Kennedy's going to get his time, and like I also don't think like Kennedy is just a thousand percent ready for the NBA. So I think it, it'll serve him well to sit sit behind Tyus for two years. And when Tyus inevitably moves on to uh, his next contract, then then Kennedy can can take the reins there and and kind of tag team it with with Ja. So I, I do think the third point guard on a team plays more than than people realize, and 
again, Kennedy's not a thousand percent ready, so he'll be able to develop some as okay. well. Okay. And, and that that pressure of playing right away won't be over him. He, he can take the time to to develop and 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 be ready to impact when he's ready, instead of being forced to impact from day one, like Ja had to do three years ago. Gotcha. All right, go back to the phones. Good evening. Who do we have with us? Hey, guys, it's Turkey Man. I knew it. I knew it, Turkey Man. Good evening. You knew it. You knew it, didn't you? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's good to hear you guys. It really is. I uh, I was just uh, tickled to be able to have you you guys listen to on Thursday night. Uh, Baseball-wise, Ben, I'm kind of excited about what's going to happen, how we're going to what kind of season we want to have coming up. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking about football. I think everybody is a little bit right now and getting closer. But I was wondering what you guys think about when Texas comes in and Oklahoma comes in, how do you think it really will be as far as, as, as uh, the east and the west or pods? or what, what, do you, what do you guys think about that? I'm going to get out and get close to the end of time here and let somebody else get in too. But good to hear from you guys. And, and how many more days you got, Papa? Uh, it's it's getting close. Uh, thanks for the, the phone call, All Turkey right. Man. Always okay. enjoy hearing from you, my friend. Uh, the due date is July 26th, but uh, technically she is full term this coming Monday, July 4th. And every time we go to the doctor, <laughs> the baby is huge and ahead of schedule. So I I would be surprised if we make it to the 26th. I, I think it'll be middle of July. The the late teens is when I, I think he'll pop out. But we'll see. But the days are certainly – they're numbered. I, my, 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 my last few weeks of freedom are, are certainly here. But Texas and Oklahoma, Swain, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they transition to the SEC from a football standpoint. I, I feel better if I'm a Texas fan now that I've got Arch Manning in the boat because I, I think that that could truly be a program changer for Texas in, in terms of truly getting them back. I know that's a running joke in college football. Is Texas finally back? I, I think not only because of Arch Manning himself, but because of all the players he's going to bring with him. I mean, I, I think that can truly help Texas get back. So how could you not feel good about a Texas fan entering or feel good if you are a Texas fan entering the SEC right now? Uh, and then Oklahoma, we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see how uh, defensive coordinator from Clemson, Brent Venables, how how he's able to adjust as a as a head coach. I'm sure they'll be tough nosed and and be pretty solid fundamentally. But uh, can can he recruit and re- recruit at the level that he's going to need to in order to win at the level that Oklahoma fans expect him to do so? But I think there'll be a grace period too. The the trench play, the play in the trenches in the Big Twelve is just significantly different than what it is in the SEC. And I, I think it'll, it'll take a couple of years for, for Texas and Oklahoma to maybe adjust to that. Missouri, they, they were able to have success earlier than, than people anticipated because they dominated the trenches, especially on the defensive line with, with Michael Sam and Marcus Golden and, and several of those uh, type of players. So I, I think if Texas and Oklahoma can find some big boys up front to play, then that transition will go a, a little bit smoother than, than maybe it would otherwise. Being right quick, man, got to take a, another time out and then we'll come back and, and wrap things up. But I noticed something about some of the players committing. And I'm glad Turkey Man brought up Texas and Oklahoma. 
I like what I'm seeing. I will share that with you when we come back from our last break of, of the evening. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. Let's see here. Let me check something out. Check something out here. Turn that back up. Turn this back down. There we go. Boom. There we go. There we go. Now we good. All right. So we'll take a quick time out. Come back. And uh, I'll share that with you. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Stay with us. Be right back. Still sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to buy and sell in this complicated market? I get it. And I understand why you're hesitant. That's where I come in. Call me, Jennifer Morris, with Keller Williams Realty at 865-257-7897. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I'm happy to help answer any questions you have. And whether you're ready to rock in two weeks or two years, I'll be here. Look forward to hearing from you soon, and go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Fellas, do you need an annual health exam? I recommend going to Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They will check all of your levels, not just your T level. In most cases, it's completely covered by your health insurance. And if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for a full lab panel and office visit with the medical provider to give you a complete health assessment. Low T Center specializes in men's health making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like this show on Facebook. Deep down the middle, has got his man and he's gone. Jason Swain, touchdown. It's time for the Swain event. With your host, again, 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 it's time for the Swain event for a couple more minutes. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, Ben, but I've noticed it. And if I noticed it, more than likely you've noticed it because you, you, you pretty sharp, dude. But what'd you say? I said, thanks. Oh yeah. No problem, man. No problem. No problem, brother, man. No problem. So, Caden Proctor, five-star offensive tackle from Iowa. It was between Iowa and Alabama. And you know where he picked? Iowa. <laughs> he Iowa. Man, I'm seeing more schools that would lose these battles to the Alabamas and the Georgias win some of these battles. Think about a couple of years ago when, like, Damon Harris was coming out of Kentucky. The in-state school will take some L's to go to Alabama. Now, a little bit more success against the big-time programs. I kind of like the the landscape right now. It's, it's, it's spread out. 
four or five star players going to other programs. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it a lot. Highest recruit they gotten ever. Highest ranked recruit ever that Iowa kept. In this case, it kept home, but it's the highest recruit they've ever gotten. Pretty sure they're not out here. making announcements about how they got them. Pretty sure. But they got them. I think we can put two and two together. I think we can put two and two together. But I like that, man. I got time for that. I got time for that. I mean, obviously, that's one less great player Tennessee has to worry about (laughs) going to to Alabama. Now, everybody's been saying, I'm so glad Arch Manning went to Texas. Uh... Texas is, is, is about to be the SEC, folks. Yeah, we're gonna, we gonna see him soon. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, I, was it 2025 when when Texas is is gonna be in the SEC? So, I mean, I guess he'll get get one season of SEC football if if he's three and done. If I'm correct on those facts, Tennessee's luck it'll be they'll, they'll be playing at Texas week one of his junior season, uh, but. It, it's always good to see Alabama or, or Georgia miss out on a player that you don't have to worry about playing. Yeah. Like Arnell Tate. I, I, I hate in hindsight that he went to Ohio State, especially how sneaky Ohio State was, but at least you don't have to play him. Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it, man. That's how I'm looking at it. So, yeah, Texas Texas doing their thing right now. And, um, yeah, Texas will enter the SEC 2025. By, by that time, I mean, what's next year? 2023, that's Archer's freshman year. 2024, sophomore year. 2025, his junior year. And he might be like Uncle Pate, Uncle Pepe, and stay for all four years. Or did Eli stay all four years, or did Eli leave at his junior year? I think I, don't I think Eli declared. I think Eli was like, all right, man, it's Oxford. I'm going to get up out of here. Oxford, Mississippi, I'm good. <laughs> it's Oxford, Mississippi. I can't talk too much he shit went, about Oxford. He went. Why is that? Because they just won a national championship in baseball. It doesn't change the fact that it's Oxford, Mississippi. I bet that parade was short. Yeah, it's small. I bet that parade was short. I I, I liked being in Oxford when I went there uh, in March for the baseball series. They had a cool kind of old school downtown type of thing, some cool restaurants downtown, like a, a, a market square, but a more traditional market square where it was actually a, a town square. Uh, they had some cool restaurants on the square, but uh, he went, he really went from Oxford, Mississippi to New York City. That that never registered in my brain that he went from Oxford, Mississippi, Eli did to New York City. Quite Eli, the quite the change there. Eli used to get it in too. Four years he was four, there. Four years, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand um, three. This this ain't right though, because we played them in two thousand four. This ain't this he ain't. wasn't the quarterback though. Hmm? Was he? What? He wasn't the quarterback. Oh, four he wasn't when Ole Miss came to Knoxville. No, we we went there. We went to Ole Miss in uh, four. So it's showing here. That's the Dexter McCluster game. No, 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 that was that's two thousand nine. Oh. that's what that's when that's when Tennessee Lane Kiffin played Dexter McCluster there, and Dexter McCluster gave Monty Kiffin some problems. But no, that was that was half a decade. Uh, 
afterwards. But yeah, Eli, we played against Eli in 04. I, I, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. And then uh, in 05, we hosted them here, and that was your first Tennessee game. That's right. We did a home that's, and that's home. What I was, yes, because Jay Wade had the pick six. Or maybe not. I, I swore I swore we played against Eli in 04, but maybe we played against somebody else. But whatever. Happens when you get old, man. Your kids start forgetting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I got I gotta look up that Tennessee Ole Miss game then. See who's the quarterback for Ole Miss. Because I swear it was Eli. You know what? I, no, no, no. No, no. Eli was at the game. Solely, wasn't it? No, Eli was at the game. That's right. Eli was at the game. He came back. That's what it was. No, he was he was gone in 03. That's right. He was at the game. He didn't play. He was at the game because they, like, honored him. I remember. I remember now. I remember now. Do you remember who the quarterback was? He was a um, – I'm looking at it right now. Ethan Flat. Who? It sounds like a country music singer to me, but Ethan Flat is his name. I'm not familiar with his work. Well, he's actually from – he's born in Nashville, but, yeah, he, he was the guy who replaced Eli Manning at Ole Miss, so – he was a quarterback. We beat them. We beat them on the road. That was that was an interesting game. Interesting game. Oh, yeah, because right Ainge threw a costly interception. No, he won that game. He did throw an interception. Though. Yeah, but he, he, ESPN is saying Eric Ainge shook off a costly interception to hit Brett Smith with a winning touchdown with 6.58 to play in 13th ranked Tennessee's 21-17 victory over Mississippi on Saturday night. Correct. Jared Riggs had a 100-yard game and a touchdown. Let's see what Jason Swain did. No, I, Jason Swain. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing that game. Two catches for 16 yards. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I had a pass. I had a opportunity. I had a jump ball in the end zone. Man, I still think about it today, man. Jump ball opportunity in the end zone. 50-50 the ball I didn't get, man. I didn't let the ball get intercepted, but I didn't get the touchdown. Ah, no. Yeah, I didn't have a great game. Seems like, seems like outside of Jared Riggs, nobody really had a – a great game. Ainge was 14 of 30. Mm-hmm. Dustin Colquitt was one for one, 19 yards. Yeah. Well, Meacham had three catches for 82. He also, he also have a big time catch. But Brett had one one catch, one touchdown. That's Brett Smith for you. <laughs> That's Brett Smith for he you. He, he, he was Javante Payton before Javante Payton. That's right. That is, <laughs> that is, that is correct. So Dustin Colquitt had, he did a fake punt, I'm assuming. Fake punt. But yeah, Eli came back that game as a rookie in the league and was honored, all that good stuff. I think Peyton was there too. I think Peyton was there. That was like the one time Peyton in the game. Yeah, we won. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I remember now. Cobwebs clearing out. Foster said, We won. Who cares? I get the details, ball story. Stop being grumpy. Stop being grumpy. Stop being grumpy. All right. What can we say about today's show that can carry us to next week that you learned that you maybe didn't know? Ben, what's some things you think people could say that they learned about today's show that they didn't know before that can help them when they're out and about talking to their friends, Tennessee fan friends, uh, text messages or message boards or whatever, what do you think 
those things are. Do not do drugs like C-Mac. That's that's a good one. That's probably number one. Number two. Don't don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Don't be like C-Mac. And catch with uh, your eyes and your hands. Don't catch stuff with your face. Doesn't work. Pause. Um, but another thing is, you know, stop, stop feeding to this silly-ass narratives about recruiting. Please, just use your common sense. Just use your common sense. And I really can't. I could, but it's not smart to really get in details about it. It's not smart. Why? Because I'm a damn Tennessee fan. That's why. Like, duh. Not smart to be getting in the details about it. So, be careful. Don't take anybody's word for it. Use your own common sense. And if you don't know, Ben will tell you in secret. He'll give you the details. <laughs> All right, Ben, what you got going on for the fourth, man? You got some fireworks? I know you out there in the country. You can you can shoot fireworks out there. You got some fireworks uh, lined up? I'm shooting some off anyway. No. I don't care. I'm going to shoot some off this year and blame it on my neighbor if the police come. No, but you did just remind me how annoying my dog is going to be as the fireworks are going off. Judge will be losing his mind on uh, on Monday. I don't have any Fourth of July plans. It's I don't have any plans for the month of July other than sit around and wait for this baby to pop out. So I put some hot dogs. Just in the come, you can come through and get you can drive out of town and get you some hot dogs. See, I, I can't I can't leave the house anymore because like I could theoretically leave the house and then her water break, and then I'd be in a bad situation where I'm not at the house to take her to the hospital. And then she ends up having a baby in the back seat like Ricky Bobby. Yeah, well. Two, two out of the three kids, we had a little emergency situation where it's like, oh, 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 it's time to go. Time to go. Let's get it. Let's go. So I, I understand. No, but I, I may swing by if, if you got something in the grill, or you, you're gonna have family in town if I remember correctly. No, no, they ain't invited. Oh, well, was that Father's Day? Yeah, we did that Father's Day. So. Oh, okay, well, if 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 you're having some stuff on the grill, I'm my plans may be with you. I may come hang out with you. I I haven't seen uh my three my three best friends in a minute. Well, I've seen the oldest. I haven't seen the youngest two. In three months, so I may need to come stop by and say hello to the oldest or to the two youngest. Yeah, my kids may forget, may have forgotten who you are. I, they ain't well, seen you so I'm long. not concerned about. I'm not concerned about them forgetting who I am. I, I'm concerned about Ace forgetting who I am. I'm gonna have to walk in with my hand out. Remember this? Smell uh, me. Uh, remember yeah. me? Yeah, Ace, Ace swole now, man. Ace swole. He remember you. He remembers you. So yeah, that's oh, what... I know, I, I I know what I'm gonna do for Fourth of July. What you got going on, man? You, you gotta you gotta write some recruiting stories. Some commitment. That's right. Yeah, yeah I'm. Nah, well, some may already be written, but uh, <laughs> okay, man, that was real slick. Gotta gotta watch the fireworks come from campus. I mean, can you see them from, from campus? From, from the football, from the football complex. Ah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, 
Tennessee will be moving on up, but I think there'll be some other teams moving on up too. Um, so it's going to be a big week for a lot of college football teams, and Tennessee will be be one of them. So hopefully we get everyone we expect to get, and if we don't, um, I, th- I know Tennessee will still get some really good players, but I want them all. I want all of them. What about D. Beckwith? You want him? No, nah, I'm good. How surprised are you that he went to Kentucky? Stunned. I'm stunned. I was like, wait, like Kentucky, Kentucky, or like, or like Eastern Kentucky, or like Kentucky <laughs> West Westerland, Westland, Kentucky Tech. There you go. Oh, like Kentucky, Kentucky. But hey, man, good for him. Hope he good balls for, out. Good for him. I was more surprised by Kentucky taking him, him not picking Kentucky. If that makes sense. But you know my theory. They just they just got him so they can get all our secrets. Because we, we spanked well, that ass last year. They don't want that to happen this year. Well, I can't wait to see what Vince Morrow has to tweet on the uh, old 4th of July this year. If Christian Conyers picked Tennessee. Huh? He gonna be he gonna be he gonna be he gonna be salty. What? That 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 butt gonna be hurting. He gonna be able to sit down. Can't believe it. It's good. I it's hope the thing he likes to eat, and it's a holiday where food is consumed. I, I, I hope Conyer picked Tennessee, man. I really, I really, really hope. I really hope. I really hope. But Vince Morrow's good for the SEC, man. Uh, assistant coach that runs his mouth a little bit. That's good. That's good for SEC, man. It's good. Good content. Problem is, most of the SEC outside of Tennessee fans don't know who he is. Yeah, probably right. Probably right. Probably right, my friend. All right. It's about that time, Ben. It is All a- right. You have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday. What's going on Monday? I told you I'm coming over to your house. I believe it when I see let it. Me know, let me know when the drill's done. I, I believe it when I see it. I believe it when I see it. I'm going to tell my kids. Man. If I tell my kids, you got to come. <laughs> they probably sleep right now. So I'm going to wake them up and tell them that. Mr. Ben's coming for 4th of July. You mean tell him? Yeah, tell him. I'll, I'll make an appearance. All right, well, I have to give you a couple, couple of dollars for your gas money. <laughs> yeah. Especially with these gas prices. Man. Be hurting. Man, higher than a giraffe booty. <laughs> Can't say the real part. But all right, Ben, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for making the program a part of your evening. The podcast will be up. I got it recorded twice. This week, last week, I don't know what happened. I was so pissed off, but this week, man, we we should be good to go. So uh, we'll have this podcast up as soon as the show ends. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope y'all have a great, great evening. Peace and love. We are out. <laughs>